hooligans and welcome back to another episode of the weaving words podcast we are joined today by none other than the big bad booty daddy himself <laughs> big papa pump <laughs> <laughs> uh, my boss derek is back um and we had a really special episode we're actually recording on site uh in arlington texas right now uh it is the eve before the smackdown before wrestlemania and we're gonna be uh, doing all of that this weekend and uh, you know i was talking with derek a little bit earlier just about some of the stuff he uh watched and some of the stuff he was into wrestling wise early on and kind of you know just let him know and we talked about how he kind of watched right before i started and i think you what you said he watched maybe a little bit into that and then it was done uh, but i kind of wanted to get you know some of your thoughts on on some really cool storylines or feuds or you know wrestlers that were really good back in the day when you were watching and then um you said you've recently gotten into uh, watching the current stuff again as well with WWE, um, which again it's it's funny. It's like we're on this weird like like uh, tag system. We're like, all right, I'm I'm done for now. Keep an eye on this while I while I'm away, and then uh, and then when I'm I'm back, uh, we could talk about it. Uh, but yeah, Derek, what's up, man? How you been, dude? It's been a while since you were on. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Um, what was I going to say? Man, I'm brain farting right now just because of a <laughs> making me laugh. Um, yeah, we just uh, got back from the fan access. The uh, man, what's it called? It's like WWE Superstore fan access is what it is. Yeah. Saw some cool stuff, some cool old T-shirts, too. Those uh, we we're talking about the Steiner bros. I was pretty dope. Um, and Eddie then Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. I, I wasn't even trying to buy any shirts. And I saw that one. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to buy that. <laughs> that's how it is. You know, again, it's very nostalgic. You, you, you definitely. um have fond memories of older wrestling if you're into it right which is funny like i, I didn't think you were so into wrestling until you uh, started watching more than i did <laughs> <laughs> but it's your fault francis <laughs> oh yeah francis too yeah um so w when did you start watching wrestling man i think i was in seventh grade seventh grade so what, what year would that have been around Man, that's so long ago. I don't remember. <laughs> we have to look at the history books. Um, like 83, I think. Okay. And what were some of the wrestlers that uh, they were watching at the time? The Ric Flair, the original Four Horsemen, uh, the Road Warriors, Lex it, Luger, Dusty Was it Rhodes. WCW when you were watching it regularly when you no, started the, off? No, this was before WCW. So this like is NWA when, and all those other Southern All the Southern promotions, promotions pre-McMahon era. That's funny. We we're just talking about how they had those like ribbon belts, the champ belts. Yeah, so they look yeah. like ribbons. Yeah, and like stuff. like old boxing belts. Yeah, yeah, old boxing belts too. The twenty four seven belt with WWE now looks like a current wrestling belt, or not wrestling boxing belt, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what? So yeah, I think I had asked you like, what would you watch it on? I mean, you're, you said it was just random channels, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whatever. It just trips me out that they would make it all the way out there from the south, like on TV, all the way to Hawaii. That's that's pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> well, wrestling's pretty big in Hawaii because of Peter Maivia. Yeah, all the yeah. all the Samoan Pacific yeah. Islanders. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, he ran a promotion out there, and being Hawaii being so close to Japan, a lot of the Japanese wrestlers would come over too. Oh yeah, did you ever watch any uh, live events while you were living in Hawaii? I did. I went to a couple. Right on. Um, any big uh, promoters or just kind of small stuff, local uh, stuff. The first one was local with slight collaboration with WWE or WWF at the time. Yeah, WWF. And oh, one was a WWF, an actual WWF. Oh, that's event. sick. What was it like for the first time to see like these guys used to watch on TV? 
They're freaking huge. They're huge. In person. (laughs) Hulk Hulk Hogan, saw the Nasty Boys. Well, especially back then, because Vince wanted the big guys. Like, if you weren't a big guy, you weren't going to be on TV, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that now, too. Yeah, but nowadays, you see some of these guys. Remember when we saw Randy Orton? We're like, oh, he's not that big. Like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, you know. Although, I won't tell him that. (laughs) (laughs) He'll get you out of nowhere. (laughs) Out of nowhere. I hear voices in my head. (laughs) <laughs> what were some of the guys you liked watching when you were uh, first starting up i like rick flair i like the four horsemen i mean that was the first group i had seen and everybody else is kind of on their own in fact i think they probably paved the way for uh stables like, and stuff yeah, right? factions yeah because i'm sure there was groups or collections before that collectives before that of like oh this is so-and-so he's one of the so-and-so's boys right but it's usually like a couple of guys only right or again maybe they're just friends you know kind of thing where it's like yeah they don't really they're not a stable they don't outright go out and say we're all together you fuck with one yeah. of us you fuck with all yeah. of us i think four horsemen was definitely one of the first ones uh that kind of brought that into uh, again being a dominant stable not just a stable but also being dominant um yeah. and then they've had like a revol- they had a, uh over time a revolving cast right of like uh people were wrestling whether people were jumping out or hopping in um because there was a lot of uh chris benoit at one point became a uh, four horseman didn't he that was in the wcw era i mean the original was rick flair arn anderson ollie anderson and tully blanchard i mean guys that watch wrestling now they, uh, they don't arn, even know who those are well arn anderson and tully blanchard have been doing stuff with aew i believe mm. And um, and he said he liked Ric Flair. You, what 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 about him? Did you like just that he's a heel or just his charisma? I mean, he. I mean, compared to wrestlers today, like they they just didn't have the technical skills back then. But he just carried himself like he was right, the like shit. he was the champ. Yeah, yeah. yeah and you kind of had to. Um, yeah, you you bring up and and that's the thing too. Is there any wrestlers you saw back then that were technical? Like you saw him, you're like this guy. Like this guy puts on great matches. Besides like the whole promos and and uh character and stuff you're like man this is just fun to watch like the kind of stuff they do back when i started there wasn't a lot of technical wrestling oh maybe the von erics the von erics are pretty technical at wrestling well not just that technical wrestling back then is definitely different than technical technical wrestling now too right so back then it was probably more like certain types of chain wrestling holds stuff like that Um, very little a lot of it was uh either powerhouse moves like the big dudes right um just you know just I hate to say it, but you know, like dad body guys, like, like, like they, didn't, they didn't look chiseled like the guys today. Right, right, right. Hey, but you know what, though? The one thing with dad bodies is when you're a kid, the strongest person in your life is your dad. So to yeah. see this guy that your dad's like smaller than, like, that's a superhero, dude. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine like a little kid just being like, Dad, can you lift the guy up over your head? I'm like, not these guys. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't really see true technical wrestling until like the, i said the von erics uh when the heart started coming out yeah you said you're a big fan of the uh the heart foundation in general yeah, right yeah. um so they you said they came out after the um four horsemen then like yeah. the original four yeah, horsemen that, that was when vince was starting to make his move and buying up territories right uh what about uh what about the heart foundation did you like was it the technical wrestling or was it, was, it just the characters it was or? a combination because jim neidhart brought that powerhouse strong style and brett was definitely a a tactician right and then um so where did the heart foundation start off was it always wwf or did they start off like in wcw nwa anything like that that you remember watching or was your first exposure to them through the wwf just through wwf 
Yeah, when I started watching, I mean, there really wasn't options. There was WCW, but I didn't even know about that. You know, I grew up in the 90s, so, like, I started watching late 90s. So it was pretty much WWF. No, actually, by the time, yeah, we just talked about earlier. By the time I became a sentient being, um, you know, <laughs> can wipe my own ass and, you know, all that stuff. Um, WCW wasn't a thing anymore. It was WWF. They had already uh, acquired WCW. So, yeah, there actually wasn't a whole lot of uh, options for a little kid living in the middle of nowhere to watch wrestling, actually, if it wasn't WWF. What was it like having options back in the day with, um, with uh, like I said, WCW, WWF, um, NWA, or maybe some of these other, like, more local promotions that were aired? Because you said you used to get in some Japanese wrestling, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was nice having variety. Right. Um, would you say was WWF always the best or was there moments in time where you're like, oh, this is just as good as just a different flavor of wrestling? In the early days, WWF definitely had the best because, you know, Vince put the money out to get the best. Right. He was buying everyone. Out. Yeah. Kind of like what he tries to do today. Yeah. Right now, too. We were just talking about earlier. It's kind of a bummer because they have such a huge roster of really good wrestlers. And it, it's unfortunate if there's a wrestler you like that's just not getting a push because you're like, they're good. It's not even that they're bad. You know, they, they suck. It's just there's too much good talent and you can't. There's only so much screen time. Uh, was that how it was back then, too, where it was like WWF, WWF was just buying up all the good wrestlers and then they weren't really being uh, shown a whole lot on TV? Or was there not as huge of a quantity of good wrestlers, but he just had almost all of them? Uh, as far as good wrestlers, there weren't a whole lot. But he had most of them. So right. He, and I think he had like two or three shows going on a week. So he, he used them back in the day. Right. Smackdown, Raw, and then probably. Oh, this was even before oh, that. before Smackdown? What yeah. would it be then? I don't even I remember like like Sunday Night Heat. There right. was like a couple right. other. It's so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> was it like Tuesday Tango or something like that? <laughs> like Yeah, like, like weird names. Yeah, I don't know why Vince likes these weird names. I don't know if you remember a few years ago he did that Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. I was like, why? Why would you call it that? It's so freaking weird. Um, what was it like when WCW came along? It was it was interesting. It was the first time where you saw another promotion actually badmouth another. Oh, really? That wouldn't happen before? Yeah, back when I started watching, you know, everybody just did their own thing. Like, nobody spoke ill of anybody else. Right, just minded all. their own business. Yeah, yeah. Probably didn't even speak about them at all, right? No. If, if they did talk about someone else, it'd be like, the other promotions will do this, but... They didn't even say that, because, I mean, to be honest, if you're building your brand, why even mention somebody else? Right. Why, why risk sending someone yeah, else to comp- yeah, competition? Yeah, because if you say you're the best, just be the best, right? Yeah, you just know? do your own thing. I mean, <laughs> I mean kind of like what we do, you know? Yeah, we, yeah. It's like, doesn't matter what anybody else does with yeah. their business we do what we do exactly we're not paying their bills and they're not paying ours so we just gotta do it base our bills yeah. exactly <laughs> what sets, sets us up at the top i get that um was there ever any point where um so if you're watching like maybe nwa or wcw were you getting the pot or were you popping for like a lot of the wwf acquisitions of these like uh, guys from other promotions like when you'd see a dude from wcw come on wwf would you be like oh fuck no way or you'd just be like oh okay like that's that's a thing now. <laughs> to be honest, at the time, like everything was was so spread out that you didn't. I didn't really notice like oh, so and so came from another promotion because there were so much, so many of them out there. Like, it's hard right. to keep track of who came or from who's where. where. Yeah, so you just be like, oh, who's this guy? He seems pretty cool. And then you find out later on, like, oh, they were with whatever you know, WCW. And the shows we got in the island, it was sporadic. It wasn't like every week you had. It wasn't continuous. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Oh shit! Is it whatever happened to be on TV is what we got to see. Oh, okay, so they wouldn't. There wasn't like there is now. Like every Friday night, there's this on. And there, well, that and there really wasn't a lot of storyline either. Right. Like it everything was just about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be a match. Where, around what time do you remember narratives starting to kind of come up in wrestling, like continued ones, where you're like, I can tune in and actually get a story out of this. Maybe like mid to late '80s, once this started really getting into the tag teams. Okay. Why would you say that? Like, what, what, what about the tag teams did it? Or it was just a coincidence? Really what it started with the tag, it was more coincidence. It was, it was very political. I think um, <clears throat> uh, the the whole communist scare. Right, uh, right, right. Because you know, they started bringing in the Russians. And, and Nikolai Volkov and uh, yeah, yeah. the Nikita Sheik. Koloff. Yeah, that's what I meant. Nikita so Koloff. it would be, you know, like the U.S. against the Russians. Right, or, or the, the bad guys. Yeah, the bad guys. The bad guys, yeah, yeah exactly. Iron Sheik and his, yeah. you know, oil, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oil mongering. Um, and that's where the storylines really started coming out and carrying over into feuds. Okay. What's one of the first feuds that you remember, you like, loving? Like, being like, man, I just can't get enough of these two guys wrestling or this storyline going on. For me, really, the Road Warriors against everybody else. Oh, really? <laughs> See, I, again, I didn't get to watch any of these guys. That By the time that I started watching, you heard about them. But, like, I think, what was it, Hawk was the one who passed? Yeah. I think he was dead by the time I started watching, like, 96, 98. No, I would have been later than that. It would have been, like, 98, 99 when I started watching. Um, so, yeah, those guys were, like, either done wrestling or, or again, dead, you know, sadly. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what was it like to watch these guys? Like, what was so cool about them storyline-wise? Is it just they fuck people up or they're yeah, wild? They, yeah, they just came in, wreck shit, and, and <laughs> left. I mean, kind of like Roman Reigns today, you know? Show up, wreck, and leave. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, um, so one of the storylines that I remember that I that I remember early on that I thought was funny, it was entertaining, made me a fan, was uh, Eddie Guerrero dating China. Now it says Mamacita. And I remember, like, she was on Playboy, so he went to the Playboy mansion, like, at the gates. He wouldn't let him in, saying, like, let me in. My, my girl's in there. My mama's eats on stuff. And then just, uh, I forgot what the feud was. It was him with maybe X-Pac or someone else at the time. And uh, I just, again, I was such a fan because it was so entertaining. Um, and then, yeah, that led from one story arc to another or feud or whatever you want to call them. I remember feuds with, like, The Rock and other guys. Um, but I was definitely an Eddie fan. Eddie and The Rock were probably my favorite. Because, again, I started watching at the end of Rikishi. Too Cool was freaking dope. Yeah. Um, were you watching around that time? Or is that kind of when you were starting to That's phase out? kind of when I started phasing out. Because once MMA was a little bit more accessible, I kind of just jumped ship. Because I thought, you know, I can watch real fighting. Well, I'm not going to watch fake stuff. Did you ever think it was real? Maybe when you first started when you were a kid? or As a kid, I thought the stuff from japan was real because because it looks fucking real yeah yeah they did some crazy shit oh yeah dude and they're and it's real in the sense of like they're fucking each other up oh yeah that's yeah. what yeah. pushes yeah, the fucking storyline they're throwing people around oh slamming yeah, through tables yeah, using no, barbed wire <laughs> japan's fucked up bro. Yeah, but yeah. it's good like when you watch it you're like damn this is fucking wild like there's nothing like this none of the american promotions do this shit yeah yeah <laughs> until well, until ecw came along ecw what uh, would you think about ecw they, they were good but i I didn't realize how small those guys were. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem, right? They're all small. They're all very similar size. So yeah, when yeah. they're all around each other, like... You're and like, using camera angles, they make them look larger right. than life. And then, you know, I meet these guys in real life. I was like, oh, wow, they're tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, the first time in person seeing the WWE ring being like, that's pretty fucking small, dude. Like, But like you said, the camera angles are really good about making it look like it's so freaking long and yeah. so, so wide. But then you see, but again, it might also be that these guys are so big, right? From a distance from the stands, it might look tiny because 
fucking uh, Batista's so freaking huge that he makes the ring <laughs> feel small, right? Yeah. You get in there and you're like, oh, fuck, how, do, how does Shane jump from one end to another, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what we're... Um, so kind of transitioning from the past to present, um, is there any wrestlers nowadays that you remember from back then, or is it pretty much all new guys? I'm trying to think who's still around from nope. back in the day. I mean, everybody's just pretty much retired. Retired, doing something else. Yeah. It's cool that Trish Trish Stratus uh, was coming back pretty consistently, too, because she was from my era when I used to watch, you know, early to mid-2000s, and okay. even a little bit later than that. Um, but yeah, Lita comes back every now and then for a cameo, but that's yeah, about yeah. it. Um, all oh, the Hardys, but I mean, dude, I, I, as much as I love the Hardy boys, they've kind of jumped the boat. Like they're done. Their gimmick just doesn't really work. Um, yeah. I mean, they're, they're like the beginning of hardcore and hardcore it's just, tag just, team. Yeah it's, yeah. it's just so basic already at this point. Right. Just jumping off of stuff's not enough. Unless yeah. you're Shane McMahon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> In which case, he has really nothing else besides his intro and then jumping off of shit. <laughs> well, what makes that crazy is that he doesn't need to do this. He, he doesn't. He yeah. has so much money. Right. But he does it for the fans. <laughs> for the fans. And then, you know, yeah. I'm sure he enjoys it too. Like, to him, it's part of building the legacy, right? Like, Yeah, yeah. And well, this is him getting his spotlight without being yeah. on the roster exactly well because i'm sure stephanie gets the same thing being behind the scenes she's like you know I'm building up this company that's my family business is going to be like my legacy yeah she's had her time in the sun uh what'd you think about that when they first started bringing in like the mcmahon's in general to wrestling that was weird because i'd never seen that anywhere else before really yeah well when you were watching vince was a commentator right he was just like the announcer dude, yeah, wasn't he? him and gorilla monsoon yeah you didn't even know that he was the owner like yeah. it didn't come out till the montreal they never said anything about that's why the company Again, looking at it in hindsight, when I was watching it, he was already the bad guy. He was McMahon, Mr. McMahon, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, to see that coming out, that'd be that'd be interesting. That'd be like, shoot, I don't even know. It'd be like, uh, what's his face? Um, was it Teddy? Teddy something? The he was general manager of like SmackDown for a long time. Um, Teddy Long. Teddy Long. It'd be like if it came out, like, oh yeah, Teddy Long owns WWE. Look here, player. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it that? And then he always tried. He always liked certain types of matches that he'd always make. Like we're gonna we're gonna make a fatal four way or a tag team or something like that. Yeah, he liked all the crazy stuff. <laughs> That's freaking funny. Um, so yeah, because yeah, that came out. Right around, you said you were a big Bret Hart fan. So I came out with the Montreal Screwjob. What was your thoughts on that too? It was crazy seeing that go down because I, I I watched a pay per view when it happened. Oh really? Like, so you're I, watching I, live? Yeah, I didn't know oh, what the shit. hell. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I'm sure 99 percent of people didn't know what was going yeah, on in yeah. general. Even people were there working. It was probably just down to Vince, um, the ref. And that's what they said. The very last minute, they told Sean what was going to happen before he went out to the ring. So he yeah. knew already. Yeah, Sean knew walking out. Yeah, but he didn't know until he was about to walk yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure he was like, "Fuck it, all right, let's do it." Because I, I heard they weren't uh, really on friendly terms. It's unfortunate too, though. When he was staying, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to tell your boss, "No, nah. I'm not going to do it." <laughs> when, you, when you're making millions of dollars. <laughs> no, that shit's wild, dude. No, dude, freaking, uh, yeah, man, that's so crazy. Again, I, I watch it with hindsight, so I can kind of see the, the falling out after that. Did you follow uh, Brett to WCW? Were you checking out what he was doing over there? Yeah, I was still watching WCW. Um, I, I don't like how he was all sour grapes and basically a, a bitter Brett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just went downhill from there when he went to TNA. Like, TNA, oh, was, yeah. TNA was trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I never watched TNA ever, dude. I just couldn't get into it. I can barely hang on with WWE at the time because it started going to like the whole John Cena's unbeatable era, and I was like, 
I was out by then. Yeah, I'm like, dude, the alternative is TNA, which fucking sucks. I guess I'm done with yeah. wrestling for a while. Um, but yeah, we're we're going back to the the current day. Who, who are some of the pe- some of the people that you like watching? I know, I know you like some of the women and some of the guys, right? Man, the women have come so far. It's impressive because I remember when we when you first started watching it again, you're like, man, the women's matches are boring. They suck. They weren't even matches. They were yeah. like sideshow, like, like bra and panties matches right. or pillow fighting. It was all novelty like, shit, like you know. stupid stuff, like degrading. Yeah, yeah, definitely, dude. And now, I mean, some of them, some of the women put on tougher matches than the guys. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I'm, uh, you heard me at least like 12 times today say like, fuck, Rhea Ripley's badass, dude. She's we kept passing, badass. Yeah, we, we kept passing by her merch and seeing her, you know, promos and stuff. And yeah, dude, when I first saw her, I was like, whoa, who the fuck is that? Uh, but no, dude, I, I've always been into the, since I started recently, not, you know, when I when I first started, but like recently, I've been really into the, the women wrestlers as well. Like, um, I, I really like Asuka. She's one of my favorites. I like Rhea now. Um, Bailey was all right. I'm not a big fan of Sasha Banks either. Like she's there. <laughs> um, Charlotte is badass. I definitely agree. You know, earlier we were talking about you're saying she's probably the one of, if not the greatest female wrestler in general. Um, would you say? What would you say about uh, Stephanie McMahon? Actually, talking about fe- uh, female wrestlers, would you say she? Um, she's a good one. Or she helped a lot with the uh, division. Or she, all her help was behind the scenes. I mean, she was terrible in the ring. She was terrible when she put herself on the mic. <laughs> Like, I mean, she really came across as the, the spoiled, spoiled girl. princess. Yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Um, who are some of the guys that you like watching? Well, you, I know you like Brock. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I mean, he's a once-in-a-lifetime athlete. I mean, yeah, I, follow, I followed him in MMA, wrestling. I mean, that dude's just incredible. Anybody that says they don't like him, I mean, other than for personality, if they think he's a terrible wrestler, a terrible nah, fighter, they don't nah. know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, no, they're full of shit. No, but we, we've had these conversations, too, back and forth where I agree. Same thing. I walk, I, I followed his uh, career as well. I liked him as a fighter. I like wrestling-wise. Yeah, dude, he's badass. I, I think the, the problem I had with him was the same problem everyone else had where he was so part-time and he was boring when he'd come on. Like, he just wouldn't talk. He just wouldn't have no personality. And uh, from what you've told me of what I watched a bit from this last year, year and a half, it's gotten a lot better. And I think it's because they pulled him away from Heyman a bit and had him come out to his own. And it looks like he's having fun now, too. It looks like he's having fun. And that's one of the big parts. Before it was like a job for him. It was a job and it was an obligation, right? He's like, I'm just out here to make my money and go. And and yeah, no, you definitely, when when the performers are having fun, it comes across. Because another one that I really liked and he'd have a lot of similar problems was Randy Orton. Yeah, I mean, he's on a fire right now. Yeah, and, and it's when he has fun. When he has fun, it comes across... Everybody that he's working with is having fun and having a good time, and the the viewers get to have a good time. I remember, um, yeah, he he'd pretty much squash people, you know, just RKO people to death, yeah. and then um, and then just nothing. He was again on a super part time, um, as part time as you can get before you're like Lesnar status. Yeah, um, he had his own bus, like he was just made, so he really didn't have to work for anything. And I think it was one of the Hardys. Was it Jeff Hardy? I forget. I think it was Jeff Hardy. He had a good, fun feud with Jeff Hardy. He had a good, fun feud with uh, Bray Wyatt, too. That was really good. Where they Remember they were doing the whole, like, magic thing? Like, yeah. <laughs> That's one dude I missed that they let go. Yeah, Bray Wyatt's a really good wrestler. He's one of those, like, I wish he had, he had a lot of opportunity. Don't get me wrong. I just wish they pulled the trigger. It, it, it feels like they set him up, like they kept setting up him to blow up, and they just wouldn't light the fuse if that makes sense yeah yeah i mean this last run he had a lot of personal problems with his you know one of his good friends passing away and he he never just he never came back from that 
No, definitely. I mean, look how long he's been out. He hasn't signed with another promotion yet. He's just right. kind of sitting it out. Free agent, yeah. Um, and, and it's rough, yeah, dude. Well, and and it's hard to commit to gimmicks that you know because he's so good at committing. Like um, he's he's very much like Cody Rhodes, where whenever they give him anything, he's just going to run full speed with it and make yeah. it great. The problem is when they give you these gimmicks and you make them so good and they're like, all right, go on to the next one. You know, he had the whole Wyatt family and yeah. then he just gets buried by Cena. He had the whole feud with Undertaker and they were, it looked, that would have been the perfect opportunity to set him up as the supernatural threat, like Undertaker. Yeah. Undertaker's a supernatural threat. You know, uh, uh, comic books or wrestling is a lot like comic books where it's like larger than life. You can have like a little bit of supernatural stuff in there. And yeah, dude, the Taker, I mean, shoot, tomorrow we're going to watch him get inducted to the Hall of Fame. He's retired. Yeah. Like he's done. You don't have your magic threat anymore. I guess Finn Balor. Every now and then's the demon, I guess. Yeah, but he's so small that he's. I mean, he's good. He's. Yeah. I'm not taking away from him, but I mean, he's just. He, he's not a credible threat. Yeah, and, and not just that. He's not a, a supernatural threat. Like he comes out as yeah. a demon persona, whatever. That's cool and all, but he's not doing shit like popping out of the middle of the ring or having yeah. these cool lights where he disappears. Like he's not a supernatural threat that's always to be like worried about because the demon only comes out in the ring. He's not in the backstage segments. You know, yeah. he's not doing any of this crazy other shit. He's just almost like just like a hulk type thing you know he comes out venom symbiote type thing whereas uh bray wyatt when he was feuding with undertaker it would have been the perfect opportunity to transfer the the supernatural threat status from one retiring out of shape kind of over over the hill (laughs) wrestler to another one because i love the undertaker i grew up watching him he's fucking dope he's one of the best wrestlers in my opinion in history but his time's came and went and bray wyatt's time still ahead of him dude and yeah. it would have been cool to have him it, we've had this conversation in the past too it's not not every match has to be for the belt i mean there's only one belt right but you have all these wrestlers yeah so you want to have other cool matches on the background um another one that uh from the current ones um that i know you like and it's kind of unfortunate she hasn't been a lot of stuff is alexa bliss right like yeah. what is uh what about her do you like her attitude yeah, yeah, and for being you know so tiny and small, she managed to win the belt. Right, uh, was she the first female to win both SmackDown and Raw belts? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, was it her? Now you got me thinking. I think it was. She though. was the first right. to have both. Yeah, yeah, because it's a fairly new thing to have the the red and the blue belts. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate that she's not uh, in any feuds or anything right now because she's been cleared right medically and all that. Now she's cleared. Yeah. yeah, they just haven't figured out what to do with her. Same with Oscar and Bailey. They, right, there's no storyline. Yeah, it's kind of over. Maybe they'll just throw all of them into, into one. They can do it. They're all good wrestlers. It's just uh, hard to kind of figure out how to make it all work and well, find hopefully, time Hopefully they all pop up this weekend. That would be dope, yeah. Set up, set up the next storyline. What are some of the Alexa Bliss matches or feuds that you liked uh, with her? Probably the the funnest was Nia Jax, just because, you know, it's like David versus Goliath. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. so small, and Nia Jax is, you know, <laughs> like three times her size. Right. Yeah, what what'd you think about this last uh, gimmick she had where, you know, it was, uh, was it Alexa Bliss's uh, Playhouse or something like that? Where she had, like, the whole little, uh, like, dark, weird um, persona that would come out. <laughs> it was cool for a minute, but then it got stale. And then when, when they got rid of Bray Wyatt or The Fiend, then, yeah, then there was no, it was no point. Like, there was why? no point sticking around. I get that, man. And then what about some of the guys that you like watching? Um, what are some notable feuds that, like, if somebody w- wanted to check out something current nowadays? Like, if you're going to show them, like, this is what wrestling is like right now, who would you show them and what matches would you tell them to watch? Well, you know, I'll, I'll always say anything Brock Lesnar. Brock uh, Lesnar. Uh, well, you said you're a fan of Roman now, too, right? Roman Reigns? 
now that they finally figured out what to do with the guy. They got him I in mean, his he's, groove. He's such a good bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard because, um, again, if, if there's only so much you can try to force feed the fans before they're just like, nah, man, like, we don't want this. I mean, look look at what they tried. They even played the leukemia angle just to get fans That's to like him. That's so fucked up, Yeah, dude. it is. I remember when that happened, I was like, he's going to be back within a year, dude. Like, I was telling people, they're like, no, there's no way they wouldn't do that. I'm like, why? Why wouldn't they? Vince McMahon faked his death yeah. for a storyline. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. But uh, well, what about recently, though? Like, what, what's been going on? What are some of the good matches he's been having and some of the good feuds? I mean, he's just, he's just smashing everybody right now. Really? Has yeah. there been anybody notable that you're like, they put on a good match or a good feud? With Roman? Yeah. Um, not not. Re- I mean, Brock, that, that's been the only one that's really Kinda held stuck. Up. Yeah, everybody else, he's just run right through. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy, man. Yeah, they're, like, you know, he says he's in God mode now. I mean, he, <laughs> he really is because there's nobody that put up a, a fight against oh, him. Oh, dang. That's wild, dude. What about... um? Uh, I know one of Chris's favorites, Drew McIntyre. Any yeah. any notable matches he's had in the last few years or what? Um, it was really good when he was feuding with Bobby Lashley, but unfortunately yeah. they put Bobby over at Drew's expense. So now Drew Drew got buried after that. They their last match was a clause where if Drew loses, he can never fight for the belt again as long as if Bobby held it. Oh, if Bobby held it. Yeah, and Bob, you know they were pushing Bobby that he was going to be whole you know title holder for a, a long while, time yeah. so yeah it kind of just pushed drew like past the bottom of the list that's wild like man. like it's like why why is he even there that sucks man you think they're gonna have he's so talented thing? he is yeah he's talented he's imposing he's and again it comes into that same problem we we're talking earlier where it's like you just got too many good wrestlers and you need some shit ones every now and then to put down yeah and the yeah. problem is when all your you know all your wrestlers are great Someone's just, like you said, it's going to be at their expense. They're just going to get the shit out of the stick sometimes. It just sucks because there's some other guys. I don't want to say they suck. They just don't have the big name. Like, they're up-and-comers and stuff. But yeah. it's also, like, you don't want to job out your guys that are new and coming up because they're supposed to be your future, right? Like, you don't want to just bury them right out the right out the gate, you know, make like, them a credible like, threat. Well, like Ricochet. I oh, mean, yeah. That guy's so good, and they just keep clowning him. Really? Who's, who's he been having matches with lately? Well, he's been losing to Sheamus for for probably like the last year or so. They finally sucks too, they dude. finally let him win the Intercontinental belt, but then now he's losing the guys like Angel Garza, who's like not even beat as the champion. Yeah, as the champion, like non-title matches, he's he's what losing the to fuck, them, dude? like losing in stupid ways too. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah. That's the thing that sucks too. Is like it's cool that he has the belt because the IC and the US champions are the workhorse belts. Those are the ones. Yeah. That is this is recognition for putting in the work for being such a great you know per, you know superstar, as I like to call them now. Um, but you can't have your belt holders losing more matches than they win. So what's yeah, the point? And, and lose, I, losing in embarrassing fashion, it almost diminishes the the quality of the belt. It, no, it really does. You're, you're completely right about that. You bring that up, and it's like the the belt has to have some kind of meaning. It's like twenty four seven belt. Yeah, that's your joke belt. That's the one where it's like you can make it really good, or you can make it like uh, this is. We don't have any stories for these guys. Let's just kind of have them going back and forth with the twenty four seven belt. Um, and that's one thing. Uh, one of the podcasts I listened to that was uh, wrestling specific was the uh, Going in Raw podcast with Stephen Larson, and they brought up back when uh, Kevin Owens was um, uh, U.S. champion because he went from being WWE champ to U.S. champ. And uh, he treated the U.S. championship belt on equal um, 
field as the world championship belt, the WWE heavyweight championship belt. And to him, that was the best belt. And it came off that way. When you'd watch his matches, you're like, oh, fuck, these are better. And it got to the point where, like, yeah, because Brock Lesnar was WWE champ and the belt was never on the shows, the U.S. belt kind of became the the main belt for the people to go after. And yeah. it kind of comes down to that where it's like, yeah, you got to treat the title holders well. In order for the title to have any type of meaning. Otherwise, just give him a fucking ribbon. Just be like, here's your ribbon. You got the blue ribbon. Participation. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, it, it's kind of ridiculous, dude. And, that, and that's one of the problems I had a while back. We were talking about the women. Was the diva belt was such bullshit, dude. It was. It was. I, I hate that belt. Yeah, because it, it represents such a horrible era of wrestling where it was all reality show girls. Yeah. and you know, Playboy pinups and all that stuff, which is fine, dude. No, ver- oh, I was I won't say no talent. I was about to say no talent. Very little talent. Very little talent. <clears throat> well, and what sucks too is the ones that did have the talent, the, the women that did have the talent, weren't pushed up in front and center because they weren't the ones that looked great or were doing the shit. You know, they weren't the ones that wanted to get breast implants to be on, you know, Playboy freaking magazine covers. Well, that or, and they just didn't have the depth on the roster to give them good competition. Right. That, but what was cool is when you would see like the uh, the good wrestlers, uh, the female wrestlers um, have matches. It was it was cool. Like when you'd see like the the uh, Trish Stratus and the Alita matches, stuff like that. When you'd see, especially with the the last generation or the, yeah, the last generation, last class before the current one of women's wrestlers, when you started seeing like your uh, your pages and. Uh, um early not even sasha who would have been in that era it would have been Paige. yeah see because uh the bellas were kind of on their way out and to me they've always been a joke too yeah well then there was a was it aj aj lee i didn't i never got to see her wrestle i heard she was all right yeah she was pretty good again when you get some pretty talented women like they put good matches on the problem is that's not what Vince thought would sell tickets. Yeah. That's not what attract you know would attract them. Vince is like, no, no, no. You need to have the ass and titties and the bra and panty matches, and you know you got to have the scandalous stories because that's what women yeah. do is have scandalous stories. And I don't know, man. I mean, I get it. If you're like some preteen, you know, prepubescent teen, and you're barely going through like uh, puberty or whatever, and you're like any women on there, whatever. But you're watching wrestling for wrestling, right? Like you want to have a good yeah. storyline and you want to watch good wrestling. And uh, we were talking earlier. It's like, oh, yeah, this is just a, a pee break match. Like, I'll go to the restroom while yeah. this is going on. And it kind of felt that way. Once I, you know, got past my puberty when I, you know, during the Attitude Era, I was like, Man, this, is, this is just filler, dude. It's a joke, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a joke. And like you said, it's kind of demeaning, too. It's This is people's jobs. Like, it's their life. And I don't know, man. It's, it's freaking weird, dude. I, I just want to see uh, it be taken legitimate. And that's what's cool about, again, Charlotte. She's badass. Well, and Stephanie had a lot to do with that. She pushed for getting away from the, the sideshow matches and... Yeah, making the women's belt an actual thing, calling yeah. it a women's championship, not a diva championship, yeah. taking it away from all that. And it's cool seeing uh, all those uh, girls that came up too. Is Sasha, um, Sasha, and I think Bailey came up right around the same time, you know, within a year of each other, and they yeah. did a good job on bringing a little bit more legitimacy. And that that all comes from NXT. That's where it all kind of starts because it was really Stephanie and Triple H. Yeah, they're that they're uh you know um at the helm on that ship and uh, kind of guiding it and. And making it into something that's worthwhile because, again, you know, yeah. they, they have to get their wrestlers from somewhere. And you know what? When you can bring these wrestlers up to have the support they need to make you money. And at the end of the day, they're making you money, right, if they're good. Yeah. Um, if you can bring them up the WWE way, you know, like, why wouldn't you want to? And then also have, like, now you have another promotion, basically, another uh, show you can have, another um pool, like, roster pool where you can pull from but also be its own fun thing you can watch. Yeah. And, and it's cool also as a viewer to see, oh, these people might be in 
the main quote unquote the main roster SmackDown Raw at some point in the future if they're good enough or excel yeah. or get better because uh, Rhea Ripley was on there right she was from NXT yeah um, who else came from NXT I mean they, they, uh, Ricochet was on NXT that's where he came through Shinsuke Oscar yep. I mean a lot of these really good wrestlers that are technical good on the mic just fun to watch all kind of came through NXT the current crop yeah they pretty much all came from came right. through NXT McIntyre was uh, NXT wasn't he yeah yeah so yeah. yeah all these guys that you know they're pretty good now um, even Seth Rollins he came through NXT didn't he that I I don't know that was, I think that was before, before I got you back into watching. it because when I got but got back into it he was already with the shield and right main roster yeah but I think he came up through NXT as well him Dean Ambrose and uh, these guys um, but yeah man NXT is such a cool thing and it's, it's good for not not just the women but the guys too but it's you can see it more prevalently in the women because the matches are taken more seriously yeah even even the the one that you guys were talking about uh, was it Bianca Belair she came through NXT too didn't she oh yeah did you know watching her in NXT that she was gonna be this badass oh yeah as soon as I saw her <laughs> first match I was like, yeah she's gonna be somebody nice so um, you know talking about the current stuff what are some of the future what, what are you looking forward to or what are you hoping is gonna happen with some of these wrestlers that you like some of these matches they just need to keep developing new people. Um, give them a chance and let them run with it. I mean, right. they they change their mind on people so quickly nowadays. And it's so fickle, right? Yeah. Like They don't even give the... The funny thing, too, is it's one of those, like, well, we'll see how it goes over with the fans. I'm like, yeah, but you're not giving them a opportunity to react. Yeah, I, mean, or... I mean, look at Aleister Black. I mean, he was... He was sick yeah. in NXT. <laughs> and he was still good on the main roster. I mean, he was knocking fools out, and, and all they just let him go for no reason. Him. Yeah, uh, and it's rough too. This last uh, Keith Lee, he's another one. I mean, yeah, that guy could do it all for a big man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's badass. Um, what are some uh, some wrestlers you're hoping get good storylines or good feuds in the near future? I'd like to see Drew get his get back up to the into title contention Being a again. Threat, yeah, yeah. I mean, like this weekend he's fighting Happy Corbin. I mean, that, that's that's another bathroom match. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, no disrespect to those guys, but like because they're both they, pretty good wrestlers, pretty solid. Yeah, but, um, but that match doesn't mean anything. There's no significance to it, right? Yeah. What are they fighting over just because? Because yeah, they're yes. they're two guys on their way down, sadly. Like yeah, like why have it at a WrestleMania? Put that yeah. on, on another show. Yeah, for reals. Yeah. I mean, we're talking, you know, uh, earlier, like, I wish Asuka would show up. She's one of my favorite wrestlers to watch, but who the fuck knows what they're doing with her? Yeah. It's like, yeah, dude, like, um, what about, uh, what are you hoping, since you're a big uh, Brock and Roman fan, what are you hoping, uh, storyline-wise, comes up with them in the next year? Well, I mean, there's the rumor about The Rock, the Rock showing mixed up, in. yeah, for next year's WrestleMania. Um I want Brock to to win the belt, obviously, this weekend because, I mean, Roman's already had his time in the sun. Right. And as good as a bad guy he is, I mean, he's he's just really holding up the title. Right, right. I get that, man. And not just that, but it's like, where do you, how do you say, where do you go from here if he does win it? If, if he has been defeating all these people, like you said, and you have to look past the big picture of The Rock, like, yeah, you can set up a feud between him and The Rock. But what about after that? You you've basically set up the rest of your roster to suck ass, basically compared to Roman Reigns. Yeah, and the only threat was Lesnar, and he beat him, and then there's he nobody beats the left, Rock and there's no one left, and then you're back in the same boat where you were with Lesnar and Roman Reigns, even. Yeah, where there's no threats, there's nobody, and then they're not building up any of these guys. Anybody who could have been a threat was a uh, McIntyre, guys like him, right? And yeah. what are they doing? Uh, what was the, uh, Bobby Lashley? It's like, what are you doing with these guys if? 
if they're not threats. So no, I, I, I would I would agree that I definitely would like to see Lesnar win and have somebody else come up as a threat against him and then have Reigns basically fight his way back to the belt. Yeah, or go through the rock to prove that, you know, he's worthy of the belt. I mean, there, there's good storylines you can do. We'll see, right? Yeah, one yeah. thing, too, is like we come up with these cool storylines. Like, yeah, they never even considered what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, well, the storyline I see if Roman wins, I can see him disrespecting the family. Like, you know, he's the greatest of all yeah. time. And, you know, the, the Samoan family right? in their dynasty that, you know, he's even better than The Rock. The Rock, right. And, you know, Dwayne <laughs> will have to come back and, and show him what's place. up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I can see that. That's a highly, highly probable. Um, that would make outcome. sense. It would make sense, and because uh, him losing the belt to Brock, like there's no, well, no the belt, real setup. And the thing too is they're unifying the belts, so you got to yeah. think afterwards if they're trying to, if they're trying to, especially if they're doing the two day WrestleMania. If you're trying to have two main events, basically, well, one can be for the Universal belt, and one can be the once in a lifetime this is the part one of once in a lifetime match of the rock and and uh roman so you can have yeah it doesn't have to be for a belt yeah and we were talking about that earlier too it's not everything there's only one belt but you have all these wrestlers have other good storylines that people want to tune in to watch yeah. like uh, i mean again once the rock comes back if they're what they're saying is true i'll watch like i love the rock like i'll watch pretty yeah. much anything he's in um and especially if the story is good and again especially i'll I'd love to have good stories with Lesnar. Again, I don't hate Lesnar. I hate how they were using him in the past and how he was kind of behaving in the sense of like treating him like a job. But I like watching him. He he puts on some good feuds when he has fun. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't all his fault either. I mean, the Vince had a lot to do with how things went down. Definitely, definitely. And what I'm sure, again, a lot of stuff with Dana White as well probably wasn't. <laughs> we're yeah. talking about how Dana White can be an asshole and shit. There's yeah. probably some shit going on between them that we don't know about either. Making it, you know, he, he's probably giving uh, Lesnar shit about being in WWE and the contract and the way everything's done. Oh, oh, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, Lesnar's a businessman. So when when his contract with WWE was up, he, you know, he hinted that he was going to go back to UFC just to get Vince to up the ante, which right. he did. Because, I mean, why would you let somebody like that go? Because he puts asses in seats. Exactly. Well, and again, like, uh, everybody thought that Lesnar was just going to plow through Goldberg. And he's like, nah, man, let's make some money here and let him fucking beat me real quick. You know yeah. I mean? <laughs> Just shit like that. So, again, he's not he's not dumb. I, I think a lot of it was just his attitude towards it, how he felt about it, and, and being into it. When people are in it, you're going to have a lot more fun. Yeah. What are some other guys you're kind of hopeful for uh, good story arcs in the future? Ricochet or any of these other dudes? Yeah, Ricochet. Um, I'm really liking RK Bro right now. RK Bro, you were telling yeah. me about them. Yeah, they sound fun. I like Matt Riddle when he was in NXT. Okay. I just didn't think his style and personality would would go over on, on the main roster, but it did. It's like crazy how popular that oh, dude really? is right now. That's cool, man. That's <laughs> Who's the dude that wrestles barefoot? Is that the guy? That's him, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that guy's funny. Um, what about uh, Shinsuke and his boy? What was the... Rick the, Boogs. Rick Boogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like them because of their antics. I mean, right. They're um, just up to no good. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Shinsuke's style. No. I mean, he, like, he's cool, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's not my favorite. I know right. you like him. No, I really like him. Um, what was I going to say? There was another guy that I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah, there was that. Oh, the, the dude that you say Vince likes. Oh, Austin Theory. Austin Theory. He was good in NXT. He was running with Johnny Gargano. Okay. Oh, those are good. And his crew. Then. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So he had a good mentor helping him out. That's good. 
Yeah, and that's another thing, too, that's good about having some of these more experienced guys in NXT is, like you said, mentorship, uh, showing them the ropes. I know what's-his-face Dolph Ziggler's in uh, NXT right now. Hopefully yeah. he's kind of helping some guys oversell shit because that's always Bond fun. Breaker. Nice. Yeah, dude. Oh, that's another one. We'll bring that up as uh, another guy that to look forward to, looking forward to good matches, good things, is Braun Breaker. You know, you, both of you and I are uh, yeah, he's big gonna... Steiner fans. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holla, if you hear me. <laughs> Just, that's all I care about, right? Freaks and peaks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, that, that's going to be quite. I didn't even know about him until you told me, uh, but yeah, he, he looks badass. Yeah, he dude. just showed up on NXT and he just wrecked shit. Huh? How long has he been at it? Like a couple of months. Oh shit! So recently, yeah, too, like real recently. That's badass. Yeah, he wrecked Tommaso Ciampa. Hell yeah, hell yeah. No, that's good. Uh, again, it's fun having just cool wrestlers to look forward to. What about on the women's side of it? Any um, women coming up, or any just feuds or or potential, you know, stuff that you either want to see or feel like they're going to use or want to see used in NXT? I like Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, you haven't really seen much of her since you're you're kind of just re getting back into yeah, it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you see her put on the show man she's a powerhouse okay she actually wrecked Rhea because I know how you say you like yeah. Rhea Ripley she wrrecked Rhea on have, Rhea's exit have they shown her in, in, on her exit I'm trying to think now who who she is I'll have to look her up um what about her she's just bigger stronger she she's the powerhouse she she's kind of like like how china was back in the day but oh, she shit. but she doesn't look like a man <laughs> you mean she's not pumping herself full of tea dude no well she and Rhea ripley both came up together and they okay. both wanted to be the powerhouse women so right they, you know they worked at it lifting weights just yeah yeah, yeah. putting in the work yeah and exactly like, you got to put the work in to get yeah. the results you yeah. know everyone can wish i want to be so-and-so but you got to put the work in. Yeah, they did it. It's like a, a while back. Uh, I don't know if you remember right back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he had, there's a story about how he had gone up to Vince, you know, talk to him. He's like, I want to be the next John Cena. And then he was like, okay, how? He was, he had no plan. That's all he had. <laughs> His plan was to tell Vince he wants to be the next John Cena. <laughs> okay, what's your plan though to do that? Yeah. No plan, no nothing. <laughs> so yeah, you got to put in the work if you really want you, to. You have right? to, because even if Vince said, yeah, we'll make you the next John Cena, there's unless he's he makes it happen yeah it's not gonna happen right i mean you've seen fan reaction to people who just want to be something right yeah. like people can say i want to be the best i'm the best whatever you know roman blah, blah, reigns blah. before yeah. his, before his current run i know yeah dude yeah nobody th- cared about that dude <laughs> nobody cared right she like, was getting booed out of the building dude yeah when you're filtering out booze post like uh in, in, po- in post-production to put in cheers you why would you do that instead of let's figure out a way to make people cheer for him instead yeah. of let's just lie to viewers? Yeah, yeah. Or, just, just, or just run with the heel thing like they're doing now. Yeah, dude. It's just, yeah, man. It's such a bummer that it took him this long. Because imagine if this Roman had started, what, three, four years ago? Like where he'd be at now. Like he'd yeah. be way over. He probably wouldn't be a heel. He'd probably be more like, you know, Stone Cold status, The Rock, yeah. you know. Like above being a healer or a face. Like, I don't know. But, you know, that's all hindsight, right? Hindsight's always twenty twenty. You can always, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda, can say this would have happened this way and it would have been the other way. Completely. Yeah, I mean, maybe it took his path to get to where he's he is right. today. Yeah, he had to go through a lot, experience a lot. Because he's relatively young too, right, compared to a lot of the other guys? Yeah, yeah, he's still got a lot of years yeah. left. Yeah, that'll be cool. It'll be cool again to see his growth. Um, I know there's one guy that you, you're not a big fan of that was uh, in his class was uh, Seth Rollins. And, yeah, they're not really <laughs> doing anything with him, huh? He's a clown now. Yeah, and that, that's the thing too is you can have clowns but they can't be like anywhere near the main shit like you know uh, one guy that i find very fun very entertaining 
um, is fucking our truth when he was doing this whole twenty four, yeah. you know, twenty four seven belt and and the dance breaks with Carmella. Those are funny, but it was never one of those like, oh, he's gonna be fighting for a belt besides the twenty four seven belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's and just he's, fun and he's okay with that. Yeah, you know, you can fill that role, but it seems like Seth Rollins is trying to be better than that. But with those kind of performance and antics, I mean, who knows how much of this is up to him, right? Like, yeah. Well, if you follow history, Seth has never been a guy that could do it on his own. Right. He always needs to have somebody kind of winging him. Yeah. That's the only time he's, he's ever been over. Right. What do you think about a, a tag run then, you know, him and maybe one or two guys kind of homage to the shield, but maybe not the weird tactical SWAT stuff, you know, maybe something different where they're just, uh, how do I explain it? Maybe doing like a mini stable, you know, you have one guy being the champ and then oh, some type of champ and then uh and then uh tag belts kinda like uh New Day was with Kofi when he was uh yeah, yeah. when he was champ. What do you think something like that would work out? I could see KO and Seth teaming up. Because they've, oh, yeah. they've been palling around for the last year. Right. And KO's kind of at that level, too. I take KO a little bit more seriously in the sense of he, know, he knows he's being ridiculous, talking shit, pretending to be Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, dude. of course, yeah. You know, so it's fun. It's more entertaining when he's kind of into it. Like, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's see how fucking dumb we can get. You know, I'm going to fucking pretend to be bald. I'm going to yeah. not catch this beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so it comes off more entertaining because nothing. I saw that clip you showed me where he goes to... Um, talked to Vince in his office, and I was like, this is uh, kind of cringy, dude. Like, yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I get it, man. Yeah, there, there's some guys I want to see more of him. Probably not so much. I was never a really big Rollins fan to begin with. I like that he curb stomped people. That was about it. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and they won't even let him do that anymore. <laughs> he, he still does it. Does he now? Yeah. All right, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, man. But yeah, other than that, um, I think we've covered a good amount of uh, past, present, future wrestling. I'm looking forward to we'll, we'll be putting out a video with uh, a bunch of our footage that we uh, recorded while we were traveling to and from WrestleMania all around it. Um, I'm hoping it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited what the future holds for uh, the event. Um, and then uh, what's the next ma- uh, main pay-per-view after this? Uh... Like big one. I, I, not these small once a month pay-per-views that they do. Um, the one that they're promoting is probably going to be Money in the Bank in July. It's going to be in is Vegas. Good. Is that before or after SummerSlam? Uh, I think it's before. I think SummerSlam might be in August. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, a lot to look forward to. I uh, mean, that'd be a good setup for Cody Rhodes, have him win yeah. the Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Oh, yeah, because they're talking about Cody Rhodes coming back. You think he's going to come back this weekend? Well, so, um, Seth has... Um, a mystery, mystery opponent yeah. so i mean that that make the most sense to have cody come in and right basically right. just wreck shit on seth edge is uh going against you oh aj, AJ Styles, right? yeah. that'll be a good match i think aj's pretty yeah. good i think he's good and young and strong enough to carry edge a little bit because yeah. i think edge he was good but he's old <laughs> yeah he, he slowed down quite a bit definitely definitely all right man uh but other than that anything else you wanted to add or you good no, we're gonna we're gonna have fun. We know yeah. SmackDown, Hall of Fame Awards, Hall of Fame, two yeah. nights of WrestleMania. Hell yeah, dude! We, so we still might decide to do NXT Stand and Deliver. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the fence about that one. Oh, geez. There's some matches I really want to see live. Who? I mean, they're Braun Breaker against Dolph yeah, Ziggler. I really want to see that. Well, uh, the girl you were talking about right Raquel now, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Raquel Kai Gonzalez are going after. Girl. Yeah, they're going after the tag belts. Okay. Uh, there's a. Uh, for fatal four away for the women's belt. Oh shit! Mandy Rose, that? Cora Jade, 
uh, Io Shirai and uh, Kaylee Ray. Okay. Mandy Rose. Wasn't she in the main roster? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? She, she couldn't win. She wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't winning anything. She wasn't hanging up there. I get it, man. I get it. They were kind of using her like the old school women where she was basically coming out in skimpy outfits. Right, I mean, right. She was, she was all right, but she... she the fans didn't like her. Right. She just wasn't getting it's, over with the fans. Yeah, it didn't work. And again, not. maybe go back down to NXT, repackage, you know, get some skills, experience, come back, try it again. Yeah, and she's we'll got see. the belt now. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All righty. Well, other than that, you guys know where to find us. Weaving Words Podcast in general uh, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Discord servers, Hooligan Squad. And uh, as always, if you guys have any questions, any suggestions, uh, let us know. You know you know where to hit us up, weavingwordspodcast at gmail.com if you want to email directly as well. Uh, other than that, thanks for giving us a listen and uh, goodbye. Adios.